How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? Hey, how's it going, you you wacky kiddo? Yeah? Is this a new uh, persona <laughs> that we're introducing? <laughs> I like how you even, like, respond to her, like, go with her. You're just like, uh, yeah, is that, is, that what you're, is that what you're doing? Is that what you're doing? Oh, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this because um, we don't really have any... Uh, we don't have any advertisers or people that expect a certain amount of quality from us, but I actually am just going to turn down my gain slightly. So I apologize. I just got a little bit quieter, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to redo the intro. That was really Everyone good. Turn your volume up just a little bit. I can turn it up. Everyone's going to turn their volume up so they can hear oh, you no. better. I guess I am relying on this bar, but it looked like it was clipping. And when it's clipping, when I'm talking into the mic, that's the sound or mm -hmm. that's the sign it's bad. So. And instead of me turning myself down, I'm just, I'm just going to talk a lot quieter. Mm -hmm. Hey guys, yeah. you still there? Can you hear me? If we cross over into ASMR, like half of our listenership is just gone, just like that. Now we do get like eighty-five percent more weirdos added in, but I feel like weirdos would be more devoted. Oh, I feel like God bless everyone I know. God specifically, Buddha, you get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right. Um, in this Christian household. <laughs> like I think everybody supports what we do, but uh -huh. I don't I don't think too many people are like, Oh, I gotta catch up on this week's episode. I think some people like will occasionally check in, like, Yeah, oh, it's a podcast, oh, I'll listen to this one. Um mm -hmm. But I don't think we have any like diehard people who are like, I've listened to every episode. <laughs> right. They're gonna find us on the street and We'll immediately mace them because, you know, <laughs> how else are we going to react to someone coming up to us on the street? Um, but listen, you knew I was going to a run fair. You got to be prepared for that shit. Uh-huh. I think that's that's probably the next tier of comedy for where we, like, take the podcast is we just go to an event with other friends, but under the banner of we're going to be representing the podcast or, like, have a signing or something like that, a meet and greet. And then you just like, the, no one listens to this, <laughs> but it's hilarious if because we, of if that. If we legitimately like signed up for something like Magfest or like some convention, uh -huh. um, I don't know what the minimum requirement is, but like sometimes they are just trying to like fill panels for stuff. Right. Like usually like late night stuff, they'll have some very off, off brand or lesser known things. So I'm sure uh -huh. we could like find a slot and then have like a and a thing or like just set up a booth somewhere that have our business cards. And it would 99% be people saying, so what do you guys do? Uh-huh. I think it's, I, I actually kind of, now this sounds like a lot of effort, which is an immediate uh, red flag to me. But uh, it, it's also just like such a great idea. Because if you, if you go there with authority and you just bring like a couple shirts for merch, it's just like display, but you never actually hand them out until mm -hmm. like the very end or something. Um, you can more or less convince people that you are more popular than you are if you portray yourself as such um and i think it would be just so fun to pretend to be hot stuff as a podcast um i, I like... lack the level of confidence to even pretend that i'm confident <laughs> <laughs> you're just like there's joe rogan there's new york times daily and then there's Soapstone, and that's the top three on Spotify. Don't fact check us. We don't use those. <laughs> we <laughs> like Joe Rogan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't like the celebrity at all. 
I wouldn't mind somebody coming up and saying like, "Hey, are you so and so?" They wouldn't use my name, by the way. Right, uh, right. Are you, are you somebody? somebody? <laughs> are you anyone? <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> Aren't you one of the editors on? Yeah, I am. Thanks, thanks for noticing. Um, uh, they don't even see you as the as as the co-host. No, or they're just like, yeah, yeah. No, you you've edited that that podcast, right? <laughs> that would be hilarious. But yeah, that would that would be a cool moment where I was like, oh, I've I've influenced somebody in a positive way. Uh huh. Yeah. We'll just hold on to that for now. This like hypothetical. We're just dreaming about it. That's nice. Just saying, Magfest is coming up. It's true. And um, uh, the Wi-Fi at some point are going to get that like uh, that new fancy booster. That's just like they just hit you both arms at the same time. Ooh. And, like the chair vibrates. <laughs> you're just like ah, and I think, uh, and then you're just immune to all disease. Do you really want to be immune to all disease? That seems, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like life would get boring at a point, <laughs> right? Yeah, I kind of want like a little bit of a cold or a flu to mix things up, you know? <laughs> it's like, no, no, I'm good with I'm good with no disease. Just start someone jumping into septic tanks, hoping for to feel anything again. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Oh no, that's not a great picture. It'd be what's funny is like you, you become immune to all disease and you're like, why do I just feel better in general? Like you already had all these other diseases. You're just not aware at the time. Someone sneezes, uh, you say like, hey, God bless you. And you just smile and wave at them and even maybe <laughs> offer them a handkerchief. You have a supply of handkerchiefs you bring with you at all times. Uh-huh. You don't run There's... away from them dejected, thinking you're going to get some disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think it'd be good. So anyways, look for us at your next upcoming convention. Maybe you'll find us. If you do, I'd be very impressed. <laughs> I would be incredibly impressed. There's almost zero chance I'm going to anything, but you know, who knows, right? Weird, weirder things have happened in life. Speaking so of weird things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so this episode format is one where... We do talk about video games. Um, there's not that many of them left, but this is one of them. Uh, but it's not like our video games necessarily. It could be. could be things, you know, that happened in our games. But more often, it's uh, it's general topics, things like that that happen throughout the month. General topic. There was the salute. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a couple. Do you have any, Dave? Should we resort to mine first, resort to yours first? How deep is the well? I put I put my list in Discord. So you can oh. use this reference if you if you so want to. You don't have to share yours, by the way. It's fine. You can hold uh-huh. on to yours and have like a secret, your own Jake notes. That's cool. Uh-huh. I like what I'm, you're doing defi- um, I'm definitely going to do that because if I were to copy paste them in, they're like in Todoist right now and the formatting will just like blow up our conversation. <laughs> if I paste it there, it's going to be all spaces. Um, I think it's but, funny that you post them in Discord. We both go do not disturb like reliably when we start recording. There's no way I would have seen it. Sorry, I'll hold up my notepad so you can read from it next time. Uh-huh. Line. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Holds in front of webcam, waits for adjustment. Uh-huh. Uh, but the first thing I had on my list is um, Donkey posted a video recently. I'm like, oh, is this going to be a game? Is it going to be a topic? And he's like, hey, uh, we're starting our own publishing company. And we're like, oh, okay. Right, yeah. So 
actually pretty stoked about that because mm-hmm. I love Donkey and his content, and I feel like he has a good beat on the pulse of games in the video game industry, and I like a lot of his takes and where he's going with it. So it's cool to see him getting literally financially invested in wanting to support indie developers yeah, um, for more good games. Because he, he will call out if a game is shit um, mm. or something's really good, as he pointed out in his video. Um, so I'm curious to see where this goes. Mm-hmm. It is called Big Mode Publishing. Yeah. That was on my list, too. And I, 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 I want to talk about it for a hot minute because, like, in some weird twist of, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start this with a little bit of preamble. Mm-hmm. Like, people have been trying to capture the market of not necessarily just kids, but, like, teenagers or young adults, whatever, for forever doesn't matter what the demographic like it doesn't matter what the product is it's like how do we sell this to kids it's like toys all right that one's kind of easy drugs we kind of figured it out with like the e-cigs like (laughs) retirement plans haven't broken through yet um but like donkey comes into this conversation with a tremendous amount of clout right like if you were to just snapshot him and then like time travel back to his early league of legends videos you'd be like no, <laughs> we cannot work with this person. This person is too toxic. Uh, they have definitely said a bunch of things that are going to come back to bite us. Literally impossible. But he's grown so far, like so much since then. And like, I think when he he broke out and just stopped doing league videos um, and started doing much more like editorial review, basically, of games, it really like showed... Like, I don't agree with him on everything. Sometimes he like is like, I don't really like this game. But he almost always identifies the good and bad things about a game. And good and bad is not like a strong enough word for that. He Like the core of what is underlying, like tearing this game down versus like the soul of the game for an indie game that is worth checking out. Right. Um, and that sounds like high praise, but it is. Um <laughs> <laughs> right it's like it's kind of like exaggeration he does that a little bit in his video too but he also showed by doing that he's like he it's not just self-deprecating humor he can literally just stand on this and be like by the way you've trusted me for all these other games uh would you trust me if i publish like if i curate and publish an indie game that otherwise wouldn't see the light of day and the comments were all like yep yeah, I would, I would hope his uh, fan base is, you know, supporting that. Uh, also, I feel like he's good at identifying his biases. Mm-hmm. Like, to be fair, a lot of the JRPG videos that come out are usually more dunking, uh, pun intended, on JRPGs yeah. or the game mm-hmm. itself because some of them are hokey as shit. Uh-huh. Um, and I also have a JRPG bias where it's hard for me to get invested in a lot of them because it just goes to like tropes or grinding or things that I don't find myself drawn to. Right. Um, But he's identified that he's never said like, Oh, I like this. And he just takes cheap shots at something Uh like if something's annoying and repetitive and he feels that way, uh, he, he will exemplify it. Most recently, I think he did a review on Xenoblade Chronicles three. And I had to link it to our friends, Justin, Rachel, um, 
I was like, take it for what you will, because it is, you know, a little more scathing. And uh-huh. I think Rachel's a, a big fan of it, but like she's also a JRPG person. So I'm sure she can take right. some of those punches with a grain of salt for somebody who's an outsider to the space. Um, yeah. And he has like two bats. He hits people with like the funny bat and he hits people with it, the actual criticism bat. And usually if he's de- he's dealing with a game in a genre that he's not like a big fan of, he'll hit people with a funny bat more, right? Like I recall in that video, he was criticizing more of the dialogue than anything else, right? He's not even yeah. talking about like the length of the game or like how long or like how the story plays out or whatever. It's just like the ridiculous way that these characters speak and that they're portrayed, um, which you have to be like just the most diehard fan to misinterpret that i think as like legitimate criticism of the mechanics of the game as opposed to i can make fun of this so i will (laughs) right like like there's there's a big difference there yeah it's never scathing to the point of like i want all people who play this game to feel bad that they played this game Mm -hmm. i've never felt that because we've had other like funny videos on stuff that i do enjoy playing and i'm like haha no i get that one yeah because it's usually something that's more obvious mm-hmm. and you're like oh i've had that exact same experience versus trying to take away somebody's fun there's like in in video reviews and this goes all the way back to like early years like game trailers which is a website that doesn't exist anymore there was a formula for how you would portray a game you're like talk about the graphics talk about the gameplay we even did it sometimes you know when we're talking about games we're like start with the publisher or talk about the music talk about this stuff i think that's fine and that's a perfectly good review. He doesn't tend to focus on that in these much shorter form reviews. Um, he just goes to the core of, is this a good game or not? And if it's a game that he can't enjoy because of the genre or something, he's like, oh, will just make it full of jokes and it'll still be entertaining. Um, but because he's always entertaining to watch or listen to, I guess, most of the time, <laughs> um, it's just, uh, I don't know. I think I think he's going to do really well. And it's going to take like a major controversy <laughs> to to really pull him down here. Now, his first game is going to see a lot of a lot of um, what would the word be? Criticism? No, um, a lot of uh, a lot of eyes. Yeah, um, this is going to bother me. Uh, there's a word for it. If it, like people are really focusing on something, um, scrutiny. It will be in the z- yep. I was going to be in the zeitgeist, <laughs> but scrutiny is more accurate. Uh huh. It'll be it'll be heavily scrutinized, but um, I don't know. I kind of I kind of trust that whatever he recommends is going to be pretty good. Like this, we're in the era of these YouTube channels really recommending games, um, and people finding things that they wouldn't otherwise play because of that. <laughs> like <Yeah>. Mario, right? <laughs> classic classic Donkey video game. I mean, like to be fair, I've never been a huge Mario person. Like mm-hmm. I played it when it was the only game that existed oh, yeah. um, for my age group at that time. And then like never really entertained anything since that. And then at some point, Mario Odyssey came out and I just saw lots of good things. Mm-hmm. But still, you really need the recommendation from somebody you trust. This is how sales works in general. You'll see yeah. a whole bunch of advertisements. And to be fair, if it's a food thing, you're like, I do like the way they slowly unfolded that chocolate chip cookie that's warm and fresh. You can see the ooey-gooey chocolate, mm-hmm. right? Um, it really comes down to word of mouth. 
Like if I yeah. hear something from a company, I'm like, yeah, you've spent thousands of dollars on that ad campaign. Cool. Obviously you want to sell it. But what right. about for me? So if I'm talking with people and they talk about a game they like, I'm like, okay. I usually start to form my own opinions. But if somebody mm-hmm. comes to me to say, hey, Dave, I think you would like this. Because it becomes, you know, yeah. hey, I know what you like. I've known you for a while. This is something that you would probably enjoy. You should check it out. Mm-hmm. I take that with so much more weight. Yeah. Uh, and I'm more likely to do it. Like, I was never really going to entertain Neon White. And I still haven't picked it up yet. And I will never entertain Neon White. I never will. But a bunch of people on Discord have mentioned it was good. And then Ian's like, oh, I think you would actually really enjoy playing it. And I was like, okay. So it's on my loose list now of things to try. Yeah. There's a difference between someone selling you something and a recommendation. And I think that like AAA reviews have, you know, they're, they're, a lot of them are still good from a review standpoint, but it's not always super easy to tell the difference between someone selling you something and a recommendation. And someone can't recommend something to you if they don't really know you. Um, so that's why a generalized review, this is a freaking awesome game. I don't care. It's not a genre I play, right? Like, I don't play um, awesome games. I play Dota 2. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I really like this. Um, I like how he, he basically showed that he was capable of also going kind of like straight edge with the uh, marketing for this with a video that came out um, and was just like, hey, if you are in the business, I can be, uh, he, him and Leia can be, uh, Leah, not Leia, <laughs> uh, can be business people about it. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I'm excited. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, it's, it's promising because I don't know. Usually, like things like Devolver Digital, like came out of thin air. I don't really have the early buy-in on something like that. Yeah. But I watched Donkey and his shitty League of Legends videos, which are really entertaining at the time, mm-hmm. back in like early college, and mm-hmm. that was an eternity ago. So it's been really cool to see his channel grow and how he changes his video reviews or just content in general. Um, but yeah, solid stuff. Expect to see good things and yeah. good recommendations coming out. I hope I hope more people follow uh, suit with some of the like some of this. While we were talking about this, I thought of a related topic, which mm-hmm. is going to be a lot shorter. But it was a it was a hot mention in um, recent uh, uh, Moist Critical video because uh, he was talking about how he's publishing or he's um, Moist Gaming, right? He's sponsoring all of these different um, esports athletes. Yes. Um, and um, he's he just like lets slip, not like necessarily accidentally, but he's like, yeah, I lose six figures every month working on this stuff. And this was all for a video where he was trying to get people like on his team so they can win this thing in some game. Um, I was like, the game doesn't look that good, but <laughs> uh, it looks like uh, tabletop hockey or something like that. But um, I really like that background knowledge right like there's something about people who came up in the modern gaming sphere um kind of taking the reins to enrich is the wrong word but like cultivate the community that is just like it's choice um it feels good in a very nerdy this is there it's not just hard gamer words (laughs) right (laughs) there is some goodness here (laughs) No, it's nice to see something grow, especially when somebody's 
invested in it and grew up with it. Weirdly, we were just talking about before we started recording mm-hmm. about like, oh, college and like investing back in the college, but technically it's for the college and not the people who would be going there. Right. It's not yes. Giving back in the same way. Um, whereas people who like grew up in the Smash community, maybe they have their own tournament. Um, maybe they sponsor people, something like that. It at least it gives me nice warm fuzzies. Yeah, because I got some clothes out of the dryer. Uh, mm-hmm. Put them on. I mean, clothes straight out of the dryer, are like freaking amazing. Yeah. That's like that's one of the wonders of the world. Not again. Don't look it up. We don't use facts here. Back um, in my apartment in Allentown, mm-hmm. don't don't worry. There's tons of Allentowns you'll never yeah. find. Well, I mean, that's but... probably indistinct. <laughs> <laughs> I will. The, I will now search for for your first name in downtown <laughs> and see what I get. <laughs> Local crimes committed seventeen years ago. Um, <laughs> but the unit had the washer and dryer in the bathroom, uh-huh. so I would get into the shower. And the girl I was doing the time uh, gave me the the tip off. You can like put stuff in the dryer while you're showering. Did you say dating? Yes, somebody okay, was dating good. at the time. Because it came through kind of quiet and it sounded like you said doing. And oh, I, was like, I mean, yeah, it, it happened. Yeah. We were dating yeah. we were adults. Yeah. Um, mm. But like I would put a towel in there. It's so like a nice hot dry towel. But I also put my underwear in there. Because mm-hmm. like once everything's dry, you're just like, ah. Yeah. It was, it was nice, especially in oh, the, yeah. the colder months. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Less fun in the summer, but I, I stuck with it, I'll tell you. <laughs> right, just put on those hot clothes. <laughs> Lay on the asphalt, you know, it's just it's just what we do. <laughs> do my balls have asthma? Because they can't breathe. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's good to find it's good to find things like that. Um, let's see. I've got some items here to talk about as well. That's a segue. Uh, so we shouldn't talk about the anime edge runners okay <laughs> save that for, for a separate episode but um a lot of people playing the video game not edge runners uh cyberpunk i actually haven't used that word yet cyberpunk 2077 um not too long ago they actually passed the 1 million concurrent players per day mark or not concurrent oh, wow. sorry 1 million players per day so it was in the uh tens of thousands at a given time i think like eighty thousand or something but over the course of the day, a million people were playing each day, uh, which is crazy because those are kind of like MMO numbers. Um, and talking about feel good things, I'm kind of glad that they're slowly reeling in some of like the travesty and travesty and controversy and problems that were 2077 at launch. This has been Jake's past couple of years. Because uh, No Man's Sky finally didn't become shit over the course of like four years. Uh-huh. There's that whole initial thing with the interview with Sean Murray. And I don't blame Sean Murray specifically. Um, but like what it was at launch is definitely not what it is today. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then Cyberpunk in the same way had a lot of a lot of stuff going on at release. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think with what they've been doing and patching and stuff... Um, DLC will be coming out at some point. Yep. Phantom Liberty. Um, Friend and of the then show. The anime as well mm-hmm. is really helping promote like, hey, this is a cool universe, cool thing. Yeah. So I think a lot of people are going back. It's kind of getting a resurgence. Yeah. I uh 
so I stalk the creator of Cyberpunk, Mike Spon- Mike Pondsmith, on Reddit sometimes, because um, he's just pretty accurate or not accurate. He's pretty active, um, and like he's the pretty subreddit. accurate about you know his game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, he can just say stuff, and it just becomes true. It's weird, um, but uh, he's been working a lot with like CDPR, um, and uh, he's very active in the low sodium Cyberpunk subreddit, which was created because of how much of an S show the launch of cyberpunk was they needed a subreddit that was specifically like don't vent in here use the other one uh, which is you know always a great sign um but like the the thing that i just kind of loved is it's clear that he's like a big anime fan when um the people were talking about edge runners and it came out uh he's like uh i basically i i almost had to just start breathing into a paper bag he's like trigger you serious you got trigger and it's just like it's just so it's so again kind of heartwarming um to see people who are uh you know big fans of this so um especially like we live in the age of people losing creative uh not even just control but input and a lot of their ideas ips get bought by big companies all of that and the fact that a lot of this still has some input from this small little company or artel sorian is the company um that is literally his family, basically, plus some hires. It's just so nice. I don't know. I like it. Yeah, I'm glad it's keeping its... I don't want to say artistic integrity, but uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's... I will say I have checked out Rings of Power a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's a fine enough entertaining fantasy show, but like... Eh. Not yeah. for me, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'm going to keep watching it. It definitely is not going to have the same type of oomph as uh, when you first watched like the trilogy as a young person. Oh my gosh! Yeah, the communities like the the Lord of the Rings meme subreddit and everything like that are like they have not stopped in all of the intervening time Mm-mm. since that trilogy came out, and it's been a long time since the Peter Jackson films. So. But like when those films came out, I would say that was my main introduction into like a high not crazy high fantasy but like a high fantasy world right it brought something like that to life for me and i think then when i went to go play like witcher i'm like oh this is the template for roughly what i'm expecting you know Uh so i think cyberpunk 2077 is like hey here's the future i'm like okay everything i now encounter will be based off of this this is my one template Uh uh-huh yeah, it's. I'm coming dangerously close to talking about the show, so I won't really. But I will say, like, the setting is, um, is such a big part about it. Like, like the the ears and eye feel of mouth si- of mouth city. <laughs> wow, that's a different city. Night city uh, <laughs> is. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to visit mouth city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully not. Uh, it's it's really on full display and. I think that, that that's great. Like, that's the reason, you know, so many people are, are picking up the game. Plenty of time has passed. I think it was 50% off on a lot of platforms. But, like, um, yeah, it's it's from a business perspective, put on business hat for a second. I guess it's like a top hat. Uh, that's the way to do it. Be confident in the game that as it exists, and then you advertise for it. And they spent so much money in advertising. You remember like the billboards and all that crap they had oh, yeah. for 2077. Like, and this 
show, which admittedly probably cost as much or more money than everything in the advertising budget. Um, they literally blew that bought completely Keanu out of water. Reeves. Yeah. Yeah, he, he he's still is, licensed under CG Project Red. <laughs> yeah, they keep him in a box at the company. He's just in a glass display. <laughs> Doritos just fall from like a, a chamber in the ceiling periodically. It's... He waves to people as they come into the office. Uh, he's just like, uh, what was the what was the phrase? Uh, know your. Uh, it wasn't You're magnificent. Beautiful. It wasn't beautiful. Was it was beautiful? It awesome, beautiful. Uh, what was amazing? It? It was it was one of the longer ones. Um Fantabulous. That's probably it, yeah. Breathtaking. Had to look it up. We don't use facts here. Breathtaking. And Lord of the Rings has been out twenty years. Uh since the original trilogy. I was looking that one up too while we're not doing facts here. Um but yeah, good forum. Uh it's basically a second launch for the game. And uh I mean I put a hundred hours into it on the first pass, so you're welcome, people. <laughs> I'm the reason the game's still around. <laughs> Obviously. If it wasn't for me playing the game and watching trigger animes, this never would have happened. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I hope they continue to do better and people should be cautious of games when they initially come out. Don't believe the hype. Always. Always. Um, Always. Listen to people you trust. Yeah. And if you can avoid it, don't pre-order unless you really really have to and i feel like some of us you know we have games where it's like i really really feel like i have to you pretty much never have to it's a digital distribution market but you know what i'm talking about elden ring dlc yeah um yeah, yeah pretty much i will say that there is something that came out uh two days ago okay or yesterday that i was kind of curious about i want to like give it a quick spin gundam we'll put evolution spin on it Sorry, say the topic again. Gundam Evolution. Okay, that's fair. Have you seen anything about this? I have seen a Discord post from a uh, beloved member of the community. Aw, thank you. And then you followed up with it at some point? I don't know. It was... <laughs> Aw, <laughs> damn. <laughs> yeah. uh, but basically, it seems to be like a role-based shooter, kind of similar to Overwatch, but mm -hmm. Gundam. Um mm -hmm. It looked cool. I grew up watching Gundam, playing some Gundam games on PlayStation here and there. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's a cool space thing. Um, gameplay is not amazing really? by any means. Uh, it, it definitely feels weird. Um, I'm hoping they do more with it and maybe iterate on it. Because mm -hmm. uh, right now it is free to play. So I'm not sure if they're like, oh, we're done. This is the model. <laughs> right. As <laughs> There's no microtransactions or anything. They're just like, we feel bad once it's done. You can have this. We didn't even want to keep finishing it and make people pay for it. Here you go. <laughs> um, but it is some of the mech diversity is kind of interesting. You yeah. can see kind of the influence from some other games. Uh, and then some other ones feel very similar mm -hmm. to each other. Is it more like armored core or is it more like no. you're, it's a class-based shooter and you just happen oh this is the this is the omega mech and omega mech always has the same loadout and is the same pilot and stuff yeah okay so based on your mech it's your abilities so you'll have okay. whatever default weapon uh typically laser rifle some have a bazooka some have more of like a machine gun there's a melee class or two mm -hmm. um 
and then like a projectile, some are more supporty. The whole thing just feels weird to me at this point. But I will mm. say, as a grain of salt, I spent less than a full hour on it. I went through the tutorial. I went through some trainings, switching around some different mechs, and I did one, one pubs game where we got destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I know a lot of people expressed some interest uh, there in, in in the chat. I think this is like a good games drought. It's a good opportunity to pull some people in to play something. So, um, yeah. I mean, I give it a shot. Some games are meant to be like, hey, do you want to try this over the weekend? Yeah, sure. Uh huh. And you just check it out. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that was a fun memory. And then you never touch it again. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have a lot of those games. Sometimes you sometimes you find the next uh, the game people are going to keep playing for a long time. You know, who knows? Maybe this will replace Overwatch and TF2 at uh, LAN parties. I mean, I would replace TF2 with anything at this point, so I'll take it. <laughs> um, Truth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I like that. I like that idea. I think it's always, uh, it's kind of risky sometimes to jump into a genre that's like really well developed or populated. Like, I don't mean this as a full point of discussion, but like spell, spell break had a death of the game YouTube episode apparently pretty recently. And like, it was a relatively novel spell casting battle Royale game. And you're like, okay, well, you had me and then you lost me um, because there are so many Battle Royale games, right? Like your piece of the pie, unless that piece of the pie is somehow taken from Fortnite, is like not going to be very big. Um, And so I guess there's not really that many class-based shooters out there now that I'm thinking about it. Um, Not too many, but especially hero shooters like overwatch like yeah so hopefully they find a niche i i I agree i i want to see things like that i played guns the duel back in the day you know i'm ready for the korean jumping over things power sliding uh katanas and guns which is i assume what this game is um we'll just (laughs) we'll just go from there (laughs) furative (laughs) furatively leaving um um yeah, I'm not going to put any more comments at this point because it's just going to be more dunking on the game at this point. That's but fair. But it's free yeah. to play. So yeah, give it a shot. If it sounds like it's going to be interesting to you, give it a look-see. Sounds good. Next topic. Do I get to pick oh, this two? one's mine. This one's mine. You're talking about Overwatch. Um, some things have happened as far as announcements on the Overwatch side which have probably matured a little bit over the course of this month. So people who are super interested in Overwatch might already know these things. But there was the next hero who was announced, and I can't remember her name. Um, it has a K in it. It's like Kasumi. Or... What was it? Is it Kiori? That sounds right. Let's go with that. Uh, Kiori. And uh, there's like a new support, which, you know, obviously Kiriko. the community really likes. Um, and she was kind of teased because we saw like the Fox... Um, in one of the, the the trailers for like Overwatch 2. And people were like, that's a new thing. Fox Hero, all this stuff, right? All the speculation that happens. Um, that's all great to counterbalance that. Like we know, we've known Overwatch 2 is going to have a battle pass, right? Because everything has a battle pass now. Um, m- like my ability to use the restroom in my own home is governed by what level I have on the battle pass. I'm currently up to two visits per day. Um, 
because I'm on the free track. But uh, Overwatch has this, and the hero is going to be locked on it unless you paid for the battle pass. Pay for the battle pass, you get the hero like immediately as soon as she drops. Otherwise, it's on level... What, what level do you guess? Uh, I'll say the maximum level is 80. Where do you think they put the hero? I would hope like 10. Mm-hmm. Do you I, think I, that would I be a, a reasonable number? Something I think like 10? something fairly early would sure. be better. Mm-hmm. But because it's Blizzard, it's, <laughs> it's higher than 10. Yes, it is 55 out of 80. And that means, now I know that people don't always clear battle passes at the same time. A lot of people rush at the end or they play more at the beginning. But if this is meant to be played over like a season, which I think is going to be three to four months, something like that, like you're potentially saying this hero drops and months will pass before free players with a standard amount of playtime would unlock her. Okay. No good. Tangent. Uh, Rant. This is why I hate this model because you're like oh i'd have to wait this long doing the free track wouldn't it just be easier if i just paid for the battle pass yes and that Mm -hmm. specific thing is like you're trying to extort people's money you're like hey we're not forcing you to there is a free option Mm -hmm. it's kind of the similar thing with like rebates and coupons like oh you can just mail that shit in and you're giving somebody like the extra hey it'd be a pain in the ass if you had to do this but hey you know you're saving money um, right, and then lots of people will choose convenience because we play this game, we enjoy this game, we want to play the new hero with our friends who probably picked it up, at least some of them. So they're just like swatting away the barriers, like let me have the fun, uh huh, and then it just takes from their pocket. Yeah, they had an explicit article, like they they had an interview about this, like they were talking about it, and they explicitly said, like we know that heroes are the most engaging content. So why wouldn't we put it on the battle pass? And I'm kind of in a similar boat to you. It needs to be very, very close to the beginning because otherwise, I mean, there's a bunch of arguments you can make even within the Overwatch meta about how dangerous it can be to not have a hero even selectable in like the counterpick game, right? Um, They literally, they were also like, hey, people don't really switch heroes that much. It's like they'll pick reaper and they kind of stay on reaper unless they're getting destroyed then they'll swap or they'll like pick moira and they never change or like whatever like and then later we're talking about overwatch 2 and they're like we really do want it to be this sort of like pick and counter pick meta you know around all of this and we're like you can't have it both ways no like if she's overtuned at launch and i think heroes should be all new characters will be because mm-hmm. otherwise you're like oh this character is underdeveloped compared to all the other characters. I'm not going to give them a shot. Mm-hmm. And now they've exactly. lost their little little bit of sunlight. Mm-hmm. And then people forget about them. And so they don't yeah. get played. It happened with Anna explicitly, right? Like she was released into the game and people were like, ah, she seems okay. I mean, sleep is okay, but like she's not as good as Zenyatta and she's not as good as Mercy. So like, why are we going to, and like her pick rate was abysmal. They literally had to buffer like four consecutive patches until she was literally broken. And then like one person realized it. They're like, ah, oh, crap. I ran to Ana. And then they killed everyone in the server and every other server. Wait, was like, oh. I mean, they, they can't heal. Hold on. <laughs> um, Just throw so it like, on Zenyatta's face. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's a, uh, 
but yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be a real a real pain. It's going to feel bad to play a game as a free player and not have this character unlocked. Um, so I don't like that. I think that's pretty bad. I'm sure it'll make them money, but I mean, at what cost? You know. I mean the the consumer's cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. People who like Blizzard usually just suck Blizzard's dick blindly anyway. Like there mm-hmm. is that diehard fan base who are just like mm-hmm. maybe they're not like the biggest fan of Blizzard. Like I will always play Blizzard games, right? So right. like they'll buy into it. They might begrudge a little bit. They might complain a little bit under their breath. But at the end of the day, they're still going to drink the Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. And so I think they're almost always relying on that fan base as a mm-hmm. core for they might not be the best decisions for the, the company or the consumer as a whole, but financially mm-hmm. they're good for us and it will play out. Right. So it's, it's, it's a safe move on their part. Yeah. I guess we'll, we'll see what they do with it. Um, my hope is that they go a little bit more sane and they, they, they pull it back because honestly just dropping it like to rank 30 or something will by comparison seem like generosity at this point where it wouldn't, if they were, maybe that's the what gate. they do. Maybe maybe they set it up early so that when they drop it down earlier, like oh my god, Blizzard! So they made that change uh-huh. for us, the community. Uh-huh. It's, it's literally the mercy like descending to like the, the child under the rubble, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, it is a it is a strategy, right? Yeah, it's it's a foot in the door type thing where you start like way too high, and you're like, I'm not paying a hundred grand. It's like, all mm-hmm. right, not my bad, twenty grand. Right. You're like, well, that's actually, oh, I'm, that's percentage wise, that's saving a lot of money. Right. It's the same thing as when you bump up the base price of an item before holiday mm-hmm. sales, right? Yeah. 50% off. Oh my gosh. This was $100 yesterday. Now it's only $100. Which is why you always go the day before Christmas, check out all the prices, write it down on uh-huh. the list. There you go. Yeah. That's our Christmas advice episode. You got to save some of it for that. Our, our shopping episode. <laughs> we talk about coupons. This is actual couponing. financial advice. <laughs> yes <laughs> don't listen to lawyers this is financial no uh don't sue us uh overwatch 2 also launches the week after this episode comes out and yeah, at that point october overwatch 4th. 1 doesn't exist is it you say it's october 4th i thought it was second mm-hmm. okay a week and two days after this episode comes out um and yeah overwatch 1 ceases to exist your loot boxes would have been opened already i know mine were uh, and we can all judge the game in real time if we play it. Who knows? Mm. Who knows? Mm, shrug. That's my topic, though. Do you have any others? How do you feel about Grounded getting a full release towards the end of the month? I probably should have known it was towards the end of the month, but I didn't. I actually remember the announcement that it was going to get the full release, too. Then I forgot about it. So I think we played uh, on like a free weekend uh, many, many moons ago. Yep. With some of us, um, namely you and I and then Jenny and Ian. Mm-hmm. And we had like a, a little squad going. It was fun. Uh, I would definitely go back and check it out. Um, they've added a lot of content since then from what oh, I yeah. heard. Um, and I like I like a nice team survival crafty thing. Mm-hmm. I, I know I always go to like the same talking point, but like I like the little role microcosm that develops where someone's oh, like, yeah. I'm staying at the base and just crafting shit. And 
bring bring me these supplies. I need these to upgrade our our grass to level two. Um, the crafters and the gatherers. Yes. Yeah. And then, then the hunt hunters. Mm-hmm. Come back. We need you to protect the base. Uh, I've only been collecting grass. You show up with a minigun and you're like, this is a game with children. <laughs> um, it's not a kid's game. Though. That's the difference, I guess. Right. Like grounded is too scary <laughs> for kids to play. I would argue. Yes. Um, I'm actually not looking forward to playing with giant spiders again. Yeah. No, they're nightmare farter. 100%. Amnesia. Nothing. Nothing by comparison. Yeah, I am curious to maybe do that again with some people. That'd yeah, be cool. Yeah, um, I know some, some people bought it on the first pass. I didn't, so I'll, I would need to pick it up at retail. But I'm sure it's really good. And props on Obsidian for going from RPGs to this. I don't know. I mean, if it's good, they can make whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Um. Also, Steel Rising came out like a week or so ago. Did mm-hmm. you see anything about that? I've heard of it. Um, I think it's the replacement for Twin Towers. So just build them up, Steel Rising. There you go. <laughs> for anybody who's not aware, or possibly Jake, I can't tell from his expression, this is the, uh, the French Automaton Dark Souls-like game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks very pretty uh, from what I've seen of gameplay. I've not checked it out yet myself. I might wait for it to be a little bit cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also feels kind of linear, which I'm not sure I feel about. Um, similarly, yeah, I've watched weird. some trailers for Lies of P, which is the Pinocchio Souls like. Um, okay, <laughs> that's a that's a fun thing to say. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see like where the genre goes and mm-hmm. what creative choices people make with it. Um, I don't want to discount all of them because it's not the exact thing I know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry. I have for more reviews. Are you going for like the one-handed Dex nose or like the really big nose that's two-handed <laughs> great sword? Dude, two-handed nose would have been fucking awesome. <laughs> um, he lifts will... off the ground. It's just like Monster Hunter style. The weight <laughs> of the Buster Sword is pulling in him. Or maybe it's like a Wukong staff. He oh yeah, sends it into the ground to push himself up, and then he comes down <laughs> like an aerial strike. <laughs> This is a better game than whatever you were describing. Yes, 100%. Yeah, I'm still curious to see about them, but Mm -hmm. definitely not paying full retail for something like that. Yeah. There's so many single-player games out there. Unless it's like 100% just an IP I'm already bought into, it feels weird to pay pay full price now. It's It's like, why? I literally have unplayed games that i need to play at some point do you mean like tunic or yakuza like a dragon speaking of yakuza like a dragon that is probably probably the one but um i read recently they're actually going to change the series title going forward to just like a dragon it's not going to be prefixed yakuza anymore and apparently that's the way it already was in japan so it's the like a dragon series which is harder to say than yakuza and it makes me feel like i have less weeb rep because those are all very englishy sounding words i mean like a dragon does sound very i'm getting into anime 
Uh-huh. Have you seen Like a Dragon? Oh my god, <laughs> yes. <so> cute. <laughs> That's PBS Kids show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I'll have to play that at some point. Are you going to play that before or after Paper Mario? At this point, probably after Paper Mario, because a Paper Mario is, um, I mean, it's another RPG, but it's going to be like 25% of the duration <laughs> if I do side content in Like a Dragon. This is um, true. Kids have to be able to beat the game. So <laughs> the reason, so basically here's the thing. Kids could beat Paper Mario. It's a Mario-based game. They scale the difficulty, whatever. Kids can't beat Like a Dragon because they won't be kids by the time they beat the game. Like, they will have <laughs> aged up at that point. Um, yeah. I'm Anyways, not, I'm not I, games to throw you under the bus for. I only have three on my list. I, I, I know I have a bunch of games I've purchased that I still need to play. I also want to put more time into Warhammer. Oh, that's a good segue. <clears throat> I also want to put more time into Warhammer 3, uh, Total War. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Warhammer 3 Total War, uh, the latest Magic unset is is Warhammer. Really? Yeah, Magic the Gathering Universes. Uh, Universes Beyond, I think, is the full thing. And so Universes begins with on. There you go. Spoiler. Uh, yeah, so it's Warhammer 40k, actually. Not even the what fantasy the... one. It's the actual 40k. Could you link me that? Uh, sure. I'm going to copy it from my notes and google it for anybody who's not (laughs) too familiar with magic they'll occasionally do unsets which is basically they're all joke cards a lot of them are like making fun of something in the magic universe or like this rule is it doesn't make sense for magic um it's always just crazy wackadoodle shit Mm -hmm. um but like the art's really cool some of the lands land art they do is really cool yeah, it's, just, it's a, a silly fun thing, and I don't even buy Paper Magic at all anymore. But it is fun to look at what they've done and see what they come up with. It's always entertaining. Yeah, so I'm looking at the thing that I linked to you, and they have uh, commander decks for Tyranid Swarm, Forces of the Imperium, Necron Dynasties, and the Ruinous Powers, which is all pretty cool. And there's videos and stuff and a bunch of card previews and yeah um as it turns out this is a hot take but like both wizards owned by hasbro and uh games workshop owners of warhammer uh, they both like making money as it turns out and so they decided to do that they're like hey if we do this then that's what will happen and uh there you go didn't even have to make a battle pass for it just charge people tons of money i'm looking at some of like the the rules text here uh-huh. and it seems less un. yeah that that was Some also of kind of like legitimate like rules and abilities do you think that this actually isn't an unset and i just like missed the beat possibly like because, because it blood began for the blood god does seem kind of like insane because it costs 11 and it's doing a lot of stuff but like then it... the other card like it seems legitimate you know what i bet it is i bet it's I bet it's part of an unset just because they don't want to merge it with the canon lore of magic. I bet that's it. Okay. They but yeah, like, I wasn't really looking at uh, the text of some of these cards, and they 
don't seem like hey uh, flip a coin and if this lands heads down like flush your deck down the toilet or something like that <laughs> which is kind of what I expect um, they look like they're kind of just meant to be played you know commander versus commander okay so yeah this this is a legitimate set as far as play mm -hmm. is concerned like you could put it in with like standard or other stuff I'm not sure how standard works specifically but because separately they have unfinity uh -huh. And that is definitely a joke set. Oh yeah. But yeah, no, it uh, it's pretty cool. Um and I'm all for it, you know. Uh, I I'm obviously not a huge magic player, um, and that my professional career was brief. Um, but uh I do like I do like Warhammer. Um and you know, maybe I don't know. I still have like three hundred card backs for some not card backs, um sleeves for some reason. So uh, you know, who knows? Who's who's to say? Maybe everybody could could play a commander game. I'll just grab some other people who don't know how to play the game and figure it out. Much like Pokemon back in the day. Back where everybody cheated because nobody knew the rules. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty much like Monopoly as well. Yeah. You can make the rules however you want as long as you're enjoying it with friends. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was cool. Thank you for the segue, me. Um, any other news on your end? If not, I've got like a couple more that I actually care about, and then I'm just going to not cover the rest. Uh, one thing as like a brief aside mention, but not counting mm -hmm. the actual thing. Uh, apparently, there is going to be at some point a Bloodborne PC port. What? But FromSoft oh. is obviously currently busy with Elden Ring related things. Mm -hmm. Probably namely going to be the DLC at some point. Um, but I would like to play Bloodborne again. Oh but my not gosh, yeah. The frame rate um, imaginable. Because uh, it, is, it is rough to go back. But I did I would, enjoy the game. I would like to re-experience it a little more. Yeah, I would love to play Bloodborne on PC. Uh if this is a safe place for admissions, I don't keep PSN like running for PlayStation because mm -hmm. I don't like play multiplayer. The, my most played game on PlayStation is Netflix. Um, so <laughs> like it doesn't really make a lot of sense for me. Um, but man, on like PC, like there's so much content I didn't experience in Bloodborne. Yeah, I did like a playthrough. I'm sure I missed a good portion of stuff because the graphics were so fucking blurry. Mm -hmm. um, but now that I have like an actual setup, I can play the game for realsies. And again, the frame rate issue was horrendous. Um, yeah, hopefully they get the same people that did the um, the PS5 like remake of Demon Souls. I think it's like Blue Point Blue or Blue Point Ball or something like that. Yeah, I would love if they also did a fucking PC release of Demon Souls because. PS5s yeah, were seems... impossible to get for a long time. They might be available uh -huh. now, but like, I only want to play Demon Souls on it, and I don't want to spend the money for a whole console for one game. <laughs> yeah, Spider Man actually was out long enough. I don't think it's the same version that came out because there's like a PS5 Spider Man, but like the PS4 Spider Man also came out on PC with all of these improvements and things like that. And it's like, mm -hmm. you, you got to release more games that I care about on this console if there's any hope of me buying i'm it's going to be the same thing as ps4 i'm going to buy it like 10 years after it comes out and like two months before the next one's announced yeah 
Well, I'm glad they're still doing a lot of split releases for it's on PS5, also PS4. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll take That's the fair. lower graphical fidelity so I can actually play it and not shill mm-hmm. out the money. But that was all that supposed fair. to be an aside. We got deep in the weeds. Yeah. Apparently what came out, ironically on PS5, uh, for, again, graphical reasons, they did Last of Us Part 1 again. Interesting. This is basically Skyrim at this point. Like, they've remade this game. Not not quite, but it is <laughs> definitely starting to get there. Uh-huh. I mean, it's fine, I guess. I mean, it's a really good game. If you've never played it, then obviously it's a recommend. Oh, it's an insanely good game. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, it still holds up on PS3. Yeah. But it also, you know, was released for PS4. Yeah, that's the one I played, right? Like, how many generations have to pass, I guess? But I think they redid everything from the ground up for this one mm-hmm. in PS5. Okay. At least that's how they advertised it in some interviews. So I'm sure graphically it's very pretty. Mm-hmm. So if you want to, if you have a PS5 already and you want to experience this game that you somehow missed for the past 20 years, right. um, you can check it out there. Question for you. Yeah. Do you care about remakes when... Because there's there's a remake. We've talked a little bit about remakes and like remasters and things like that. But like there's a remake where you change the content of it, right? Like you update the mechanics and you do things like that. And I think most people agree that's a valid use of time, right? But like, do you care about what's pretty much a graphical remaster with the same gameplay for a game that you already own and play? No, 100% no. The only ones that I have cared about have been Demon Souls. Because again, that was like an old PS3 thing. Yeah, I never, I never had played PS3, it. and I was curious to experience it. Still haven't yet, yeah. obviously. And then Near Replicant, also a PS3 game, it was never mm-hmm. going to go get a console for one game. Same conversation we're having. But then they're like, "Hey, PS4." I'm like, "I'm listening." So right. I actually got to go back and experience that without having to get archaic hardware. So I like it from that standpoint because it's now making it accessible to me in the current generation um, of an older game. But if they said like, hey, we're making Bioshock prettier, I don't give a fuck. I've Uh played it already. I might play it again, but it doesn't need to be prettier. If you give that to me for free as a bonus, awesome. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I'd go out of my way. What about you? No, I'm I'm 100% in agreement. I think like PC basically drives this home more than any other console. Like for PS5, it's like, oh, these games just aren't available if like it's not compatible with this version of the system. So people who came in, theoretically, people are reaching the age when they can get video game consoles every day. Um, and if PS5 is your first video game console, then, you know, Last of Us Part 1, why are your parents letting you play this? Uh, but it could be, you know, your first introduction to the series. Um, but like contrast that to how I view PC stuff. And it's like, I had Bioshock now, admittedly they gave Bioshock remaster for free if you already had it, but like there's much less incentive to continually remake these games. I say this despite the fact, you know, Skyrim has been released one time for every bit uh of the operating system it was like 32 or and then 64 eventually but that's the joke um but yeah i i absolutely don't care right and particularly for a game i've already played right like i don't replay games that often 
unless it's like some sort of open do something different this time true um so like making everything real pretty doesn't really sway me like i thought bioshock was freaking amazing the first time i played it and my sensibilities have changed since then but it looks the same in my mind i will say granted this was like a huge change Mm -hmm. Uh, when they were initially talking about the final fantasy 7 remake they changed a lot like as far as graphics and gameplay it's a different initially yeah true so follows a lot of the same stuff that initially drew me to the playstation 4 in the first place i'm like this is a big part of my childhood i would love to experience this and then Mm -hmm. ironically because of how much they change and stuff i never picked up the game yeah which is also fair yeah it is what it is it really is all right so my topics that i said i cared about i'm gonna be more brief on here but never pass up a chance to dig at star citizen um apparently it has passed half a billion dollars in funding which isn't too bad for a game where the kickstarter launched in 2012 so yeah that uh stop throwing money at this game <laughs> it's it it's it's not real <laughs> invest in crypto it's slightly more realistic don't actually do that either and again not not financial advice these are two bad ideas but they're both like i'm looking forward to getting my star citizen nft at some point yeah oh my gosh that's the universe just implodes if this happens Mandela released a video on star citizen at one point and it's like years old now where he's just like it's been so long and nothing's come out and periodically i still kind of like go back to it and i like view the comments that are just like oh man you're right it's been like 10 years in the comments like three years old and you're like yeah (laughs) right (laughs) right like oh it's ridiculous um but i just wanted to make fun of it i don't think that's really much of a news topic um Emotes are 40 years old now, but I mean, that's not strictly gaming. That's just kind of funny, you know? Um, and then uh, the bigger one was we did have a lot of leaks um, this past dating the episode immediately. I think week uh, GTA six. That's a very, yeah, that was the big one. Um, the other was Diablo for like 40 minutes of gameplay um, got leaked. Um, and it was really funny the uh first off what's your impression what how do you feel about leaks like what is what is the morality people go instantly to hell or prison are they saints does no one care i don't particularly need them like Mm -hmm. if it's something i am interested in following up on like yeah i'll check it out should they be leaking stuff that i don't want to share um no but at the same time, unless it's like I think in GTA Six's case, it's like very early stuff. Yeah. Uh, so they got a lot, a lot of negative lashback. So much so that other d- publishers were like, "Hey, we're releasing some leaks of like our early stuff to show you, like, hey, it's not the final game. Don't." Oh judge my gosh, I love this. I was gonna. I do up like the that. solidarity of that. It's really cool. I'll let you talk uh-huh. more in a sec. Um. But yeah, I don't need it. Like somebody said, like, "Hey, there's an Elden Ring DLC leak." I'm like, oh, what is it? I'm like, okay, that's cool. 
Yeah. And I maybe theorycraft for like two minutes and I forget about it. Um, I, I don't need, I need something tangible. Give me the actual uh-huh. thing when it's done. Exactly. Like a baked good. Yeah, right, as opposed to just like dough. <laughs> Eat <Yes>. that. <laughs> Stop Eat giving that. me dough. <laughs> um, yeah, I was actually, I had a sub note here. Um, some of the other devs that chimed in and were like, hey, these are some examples of our work that was pre-release and it was Control, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Cult of the Lamb. The one, that, one of the ones that really stood out for me is like Control looked like it was just like, all of the terrain was gray and you're just kind of running around uh horizon zero dawn showed one of the big um t-rex looking looking creatures one of the the late game ones and it looked like it was made out of lego like not even lego mega blocks probably um and it was freaking great i loved it um but this is another one of those good feel things like everybody's just like don't worry about it we're not going to judge your product based off this. Someone had the stupidest hot take. It was like the graphics are finished first. That's just going down. That's like meme tier wrong. What? But people people were saying that, yeah, about the uh, the gameplay. It's like, oh, GTA 6 must be terrible because the graphics are finished first. And look how bad this is. Stupid. That's literally not how anything has ever worked. No. It's always close. like the last thing. Yeah. You fucking monkey. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the other the other thing I just append to this is apparently Uber also got hacked and the same hacker claimed credit for both of these things and they are under FBI investigation now. So good on you. You got that wanted level up. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if you can uh, survive till the heat dies down. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto joke. I, I figured that's what that was. Uh-huh. I haven't played in so long. Yeah. And uh, I mean, people don't really care about the Diablo 4 leak. It's a lot of gameplay. It, look, it apparently looked good. Um, I, I haven't mean, seen they it had myself. some gameplay footage at the last trailer E3 event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The game's really far along. Um, this was like a closed beta. It was like a friends and family event. The one thing I thought was actually kind of funny is the footage that went up. They put their voices through like a voice synthesizer or something to like hide their identities. But apparently they didn't edit the video at all. And it like has the watermarks like this account (laughs) is this one. And it was a friends and family event. So it was probably a friend of somebody who worked at Blizzard. And that really don't be that friend. Right. Um, But yeah. There's enough information out there about Diablo. I don't feel like we need to talk about it. We can talk about it when it comes out. Um, and we didn't learn that much anyways. Yeah, I'll talk about Diablo Eve when it comes out. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, Dia- Diablo IV. <laughs> Just pump that Diablo <laughs> straight, into, straight into somebody's veins. Um, that's funny. I'm going bo- to pretend I didn't make that joke. I'm going to use that one later. Okay. Um, any passing words of wisdom thought it thoughts advice for our listeners on this our outro uh it is never too late to improve and change you might think of some impediment and you're like oh i'm too old for this or i'm too set in my ways or it's always been this way fuck you no it's not mm-hmm. it's just it's very hard to overcome that initial hump of thinking you're stuck in the exact situation. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to get out of it. It's not easy to make those changes, but
but it is possible. And that's what I want you to keep in mind. That's really motivational. I agree with that entirely. If I could just restate that for our listeners, Blizzard changed the battle pass for Overwatch 2. If you guys have any ideas for future episodes, please send those into soapstonepodcast at gmail.com or you could join the discussion on Facebook at facebook.com slash soapstonepodcast. And as always, we'll see you in the next one. Have a breathtaking evening.